Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Thankful and grateful in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that your spirit will teach us this afternoon. Lead us and guide us into the teaching of your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus? You may be seated. Hallelujah. Well, um, today is a special day we postpone the celebration of our Mother's Day to this particular day. And so today I want to share with you something pertaining to our mothers. And um, God willing, we we put a pause upon our loyalty message that we are sharing. And then we will continue. I believe that we will have the opportunity to finish that message also. But um, I, um, I think we don't have a lot of time to share this message because of our activities and um, I'm going to share very briefly introduce it to you and I, I think we will take it up again on our Father's Day how about that when is our Father's Day we will complete the message so turn with me to Ephesians chapter 6 Ephesians chapter 6 I want to share with you a great key to a great life a great key to a great life a great key to a great life Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 1 it says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right say this is right right. tell your neighbor "This this is right tell the next neighbor this is right and ask your neighbor what is right demand an answer hallelujah the scripture says children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right the verse 2 says honor thy father and mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth Amen. hallelujah Amen. you know God promises us certain blessings upon anyone who honors his or her father and mother hallelujah a great promise great blessings and so God is expecting are you with me I want all of your mind here. God is expecting a special relationship between children and their parents. God is expecting of us a special relationship between children and their parents. And everyone here 
is a child of some parents. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Everyone who is here is a child of some parents. And God is expecting that you have a certain relationship as a child with your parents. And that is honor. He's expecting that there is honor between children and their parents. Now, if you look in the scriptures, you realize that in every relationship that God gave us, in every relationship that he gave us, he told us exactly what to do in that particular relationship. He told us what to do in that particular relationship so we can benefit from it. Hallelujah. So in the relationship between the wife and the husband, God says for the husband what to do to benefit from that relationship. He says, husbands, love your wives. He says, husbands, love your wives. That is the requirement of the husband in the relationship of the husband and the wife. God said, husbands, love your wives. And in that relationship, he said of the wife, he didn't say, wives, love your husbands. He told the wife exactly what to do. He said, wives, submit unto your own husbands. Amen. You see, you cannot be wiser than God. You cannot be wiser than God. You can have your own way of looking at marriage as a wife of the 21st century and do your own thing. But God is saying, if the wife is going to benefit from the relationship called marriage, then the wife ought to submit to the husband. And if the husband is going to benefit from that relationship, then the husband ought to love the wife. Simple. God did not make it any complicated. In the case of a servant and a master, he said, servants are not thy masters. If you are a servant and you want to benefit from that relationship, God says, honor your masters. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Now for children, he said, honor your parents. Honor your parents. But there's something particularly with this particular relationship. There is something particular with this one that is quite interesting. It says, children must honor their parents. And for this particular relationship, we didn't see him treating it the same way as he treated the husband and the wife relationship or the master and the servant or the, 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 the wife versus the husband. We didn't see God. But for this particular one, God made it one of the Ten Commandments. God included it in one of the Ten Commandments. That is when God was summing up. When God summed up all the rules that should govern man's life on earth, he took ten rules. He could have made several rules because you know that we are too complex for just ten rules. But he took only ten rules and one of them he added this one that children ought to honor their parents. Amen. Amen. Number two, he not only made it one of the Ten Commandments, 
But in order for God to ensure that this thing is done, he attaches two important desires of every man on earth. Every man on earth. Your desire, he attaches these two things to this particular commandment. This particular commandment. He says, this is the first commandment with a promise. And he attaches two important, two important man's desire. Everyone that is on earth, everyone who is living here on earth, has these two important desires in their lives. That it will be well with you. I don't know how many of you do not want it to be well with you, except you are a witch or a wizard. You know, if you are a witch or a wizard, then you know. But who is here that you don't want it to be well with you? That it may be well with you. And two, that you may live long on earth. Two important desires of men. That it will be well with you. And that you will live long on earth. You know, I pondered over this. And I was wondering why God will do such a thing. That the relationship between children and parents, you know, I felt that it, it should come natural. That children, when you realize how your parents toiled for you, how your parents suffered for you, it will come natural that you will honor them. And so I was wondering why God will do such a thing. To attach two important desires of every man on earth. One, to include it in the Ten Commandments. And two, to attach these important, all important desires. It's a universal human desire that it will be well with you. Adley, do you understand the word of God? Claudia, that it will be well with you. That you will live long. Sheila, that it will be well with you. That you will live long. That God attached these two to this particular commandment. You know, when I look at it, it is as if God is not giving us any room any room to disobey this commandment. It's as if God is not giving us any excuse to disobey this particular commandment. That he includes it in the commandment and attaches the two important things that you will ever desire to this particular commandment. And when I pondered over this, the Lord ministered to me the origin of all of this. That God experience firsthand the pain of when your own children disobey you. He experienced at first hand the pain when your own children disobey you. And the pain was so much that he did not want it to happen to any parent ever. The pain that your own children will disobey you. Hallelujah. Adam and Eve. You see, we, let's look briefly at Genesis. Genesis chapter 2. Maybe we will read this and then we will end and then we will continue. I want more. Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 7. Genesis chapter 2 and verse 7. Look at that. It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. He formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. 
the breath of life. Women are the source of life. Women are the very source of life. If any new life will appear here on earth, it ought to come through women. When God wanted even to place himself here on earth, he had to come through a woman. Hallelujah. If you despise a woman, if you despise a mother, you despise life itself. Hallelujah. The Bible says God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a living soul. You will never become a living soul until some woman is willing to bring you out. Hallelujah. Then there's eight. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. Look at God's original plan. I am showing you the reason why God attaches these two important things to this commandment. His original plan for man, his original plan for his children, they lost it. And in order for them to gain it, he will attach it to the very reason why they lost it. Is somebody with me? Are you following? He says, and the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden. And there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight. Does it sound like a real life? Every tree that is pleasant to the, uh, the sight. And good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden. And the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from this it was parted. And they came into four heads. You know, I just was wondering why. I mean, the, the garden was lost. We didn't have access to it again. But God is putting it in the scriptures. For us to know his plans. Original plans for us. And he's describing the garden in detail. He says, from this it was parted. And became into four heads. The name of the first is Pison. That is which compasses the whole land of Havila, where there is what? Gold. You want it to be well with you? You want gold? The God that says the silver is mine and the gold is mine? You want some of it? I'll show you how to get some of it. It says the whole land of Havila, where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. Check your necklace. Check the one that you are wearing. This, that's, and say, this is not a type. This is not a type. It says, the gold of that land is gold. There is the dalyum and the onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compasses the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel. That is which goeth towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. Okay, okay, okay. To just dress it and keep it. Okay, okay, 
said you have a mansion, and I just said just decorate it and enjoy it. Wow. I give you this beautiful house, and I said just dress it. Choose the curtains you want, choose the furniture you want, and just keep it. It's yours. Just use it. Don't want to. You are not going to come pick up axes and dig and build and work and toy. I just said just dress it and keep it. So you just go here and say, I want these curtains here. No, I want the kitchen to have this here. I want this furniture here. Just dress it and keep it. Isn't that well life? And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden, thou mayest freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, Thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. That is the second. Well life, long life. Well life, long life. Are you with me? Well life, long life. And let's continue reading. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. It is not man that said that. He said, It is not good that the man should be alone. Why should you have this big mansion, big garden, and there are no pets? The man needs pets. He said, it should, It's not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground, out of this statement that the Lord God said, he says, and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. Is your pet not named the way you want? And everyone will not call him the way you want? Is it not good life? Even the White House, they have pets. Mimicking good life. Keep going. And Adam gave names to all the cattle and all the fowl. And, and every name that Adam, Adam gave, that is how they... He says, and before that. He says, and Adam, before that. He says, and, but for Adam, there was not found and held meat for him. Do you understand? And Adam, he says, and the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now, this is now, not these pets. He says, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Look, all you women who intend to have pets and you don't want to marry, and men that intend to have pets that you don't want to marry, you have not seen a help meet yet. Hallelujah. You have not seen a help meet yet. Now, this is the plan that God had for man. This is the original plan. That it will be well with you and that you will live long. Hallelujah. And he said, you will receive a curse if you will disobey this. 
his initial plan for man, his initial plan for his children, two things, it is well with you, you will live long. Now, in order for God to protect parents from this pain, where children will disobey parents, he attached these two blessings now to the commandment of always having to honor your parents. That you will never have to disobey your parents. Because when he came back in the garden in verse chapter 3 and verse 8, he came back to the garden, chapter 3 and verse 8, and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? In other words, have you dishonored me? Have you disobeyed me? Have you disobeyed the simple rule that I gave you? Hallelujah! He says, I have all of this for you. Long life. But I said, in the day that you dishonor me, in the day that you disobey me, thou shalt surely die. Your life will be cut short. Hallelujah. He says, in the day, and he said, who told thee that thou was naked? Who told thee that thou was naked? And then he said, has thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? You know, these were the first two people that God made. And for anyone that will have the impudence, the anyone that will have the audacity to dishonor your parent, to dishonor your father or your mother, the devil has visited you. Hallelujah. When God came, he knew the true man that he had made. And he said, who told you? Somebody must have told you. Somebody must have visited you. And there's demon that will cause you to disobey your parents. Hallelujah. Demons that will cause you to disobey your parents. And the next verse, he said, And the man said, The woman who thou givest to me, to be with me, she gave me of the tree. Look, once you dishonor your parents, there will be confusion in your own marriage. I said, there will be confusion in your own marriage. It will not be well with you. So God gave a curse to the people who disobey parents. Hallelujah. And so now he says, children must honor their parents. They ought to honor their parents. You ought to honor your father and ought to honor your mother. If you want it to be well with you, God is saying, honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. The one who says, promotion does not come from the east, neither from the west, neither from the south. The one who says, I am the one that gives me the power to make wealth. He says, if you want it to be well with you, then honor your father and your mother. You can choose whichever you want. You can choose to look from the east for promotion. You can choose to 
in the west for promotion. You can choose to look in the south for promotion. But God is saying, if it is going to be well with you, if you want it to be well with you, then honor your father and your mother. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can do all you want. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? So you can choose to go to whichever school you want and feel that you are becoming whichever you want. But God is saying, if you want it to be well with you, then my friend, you ought to honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what degree you acquire. If you want it to be well with you, then the God who says, the silver is mine. The gold is mine. He says, honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. Amen. He says, I am the one who gives thee power to make wealth. I am the one who gives you power to make wealth. If you want some of that power to make wealth, if you want it to be well with you, if you want to prosper in this life, then he's saying, honor thy father and mother. He will not allow what happened in the Garden of Eden to happen to any parent. It is very painful. I say it is very painful. Hallelujah. Number two. It says thou, that thou mayest live long on earth. We are talking about the one who made the heaven and the earth. He made the heaven and the earth. The one who made you and placed you here on earth. He is saying if you want to live long on this earth then you ought to honor your father and mother. You don't know a thing about this earth. Some of us, we live as if we know everything about this earth. Amen. He said, if you want to live long here on earth, then you ought to honor your father and mother. I don't know what you do. Or I don't know what you are doing so that you can live long on earth. I know that there are people who do all kinds of things to live long on earth. Some people try to exercise. You run every morning. You want to run every morning. You go two miles every morning. Three miles every morning. Some people go to the gym three times a week. Because you want to live long on earth. Amen. Some of you, you eat vegetables. Things that are for animals is what you are eating because you want to live here on earth. You eat asparagus. You know what is asparagus? You eat asparagus and you eat lima beans. You know what is lima beans? You chew carrots, carrots because you want to live long on earth. Amen. There are some of you have seen people who take 12 vitamins. 12 vitamins. Different, different tablets. Big, big, big tablets. And they swallow them because they want to live long on earth. The one who made the heaven and the earth. The one who made you. The one who knows the organs that are in your body. The one who made the organs that you have no idea how they work. He said, if they are going to function here on earth and live longer on earth, then the great key to do that is to honor your father and your mother. You know, I have been in the hospital and I have seen people who are trying to take vitamins so they can live long. They choke on the vitamins and they die. 
the same vitamin that you are hoping that it will give you long life, you will choke on it. And then you die because it's so big, it stays in your throat and they cannot breathe. I'm telling you. If somebody understand what I'm sharing with you today, don't joke with the word of God. Do not joke with the word of God. Some of you, you, you want to live long, so you take defensive driving lessons. You sit and they teach you how to drive safely. And you are driving on the highway. For safety. But someone will just come and just knock you out of your safety. You want to live long on earth? You want to drive your car and go and come? It's not by defensive driving lessons. It is not by a good driver. It is not by someone who drives well. It is by the one who gives life. The one who made the heaven and the earth. He said, our help is in the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Not in your defensive driving lessons. Not in your defensive classes. Amen. Until you come to depend on the Lord. Go ahead and do your mammograms. Do your visit to a gynecologist. Let them do all kinds of things to you. You know, I'm not saying don't do these things. But I'm telling you, if you want to live long on earth, the great key is to honor your father and your mother. Hallelujah. If you honor your father and your mother. Amen. So you have exercise. So you, you have lost weight. So you eat vegetables. What about the brain aneurysm that is in your head that you don't know about? What about your kidney that is going to develop a stone that is going to block, that is not going to work? What about the gallstones that are going to form in your gallbladder that is going to block your pancreas and make it sick so much that is going to kill you? How are you going to prevent that? If you want to live long on earth, the key thing to do is not to eat well. It's not to see doctors, but to honor thy father and thy mother. That is the key. That is the key. Amen. You know, we don't have a lot of time. We don't have a lot of time. But um, let us pause here. We will continue on Father's Day. Put your hands together for the Lord. And stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. We want it to be well with us, Lord. We want to live long on earth. Father, forgive us. If we have defiled this commandment, if we have disobeyed this commandment, you say, children, honor thy father and mother. Honor thy father and mother. It does not depend on what our worldly wisdom will teach us. But Lord, help us to honor our fathers. Help us to honor our mothers. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. In the name of Jesus. Father, we are grateful and we are thankful. We give you praise. We adore you. We love you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. With all eyes closed, every head bowed. You are here this afternoon. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Christ. If you are here this afternoon, maybe you came for a baby dedication 
but you feel very far from God. You feel that you are, if you were to die today, you are not sure even where you are going. But you are saying this afternoon, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer this afternoon, wherever you are, I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that, you want to give your life to Christ. You want to receive salvation. You want to welcome Jesus Christ into your life. Beloved, do not leave this place without receiving Jesus Christ as your Savior. Yes, is there anyone here like that? With all eyes closed and every head bowed. Just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll say a short prayer with you. I'll say a simple prayer with you. Anyone here like that? Father, we are thankful and grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seats. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.